Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'eses Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 165. We're going to mention a few of the many, many um, Nekudais points that could really enhance a marriage over the course of time. Um, so another rule is to remember the 5 to 1 ratio. The way um, it's put is like is as follows. It's called automatically focusing on the positive, which is not something that's automatic with a lot of people. And um, what happens is, is that when early in marriage or while dating, very often you make your chasen, your kala, feel loved, feel valued, feel chosen. And not only that, you find those differences interesting, you find those differences exciting, you overlook the negative um, very much. And the longer um, you are married, all of a sudden this selective attention flip-flops to the opposite way, and suddenly you see yourself automatically paying attention to what we are critical about, and that is what we notice, and that is what we speak about. Why do you do this wrong? Why do you do that wrong? Um, you're cutting this tomato with the wrong knife, even with the milk exflashics. There's a way to handle it when you see a mistake there. And you fail to notice or comment on the positive. That I love this way, the way you do this. I love the way you do that. I appreciate how you do this so well. So it's very important. This is a really a very important rule to try to focus on the positive, even if you feel angry even if you feel resentful, even if you're not in a good mood, even if you feel you're justified in feeling upset for whatever reason about something your wife or your husband did. Nevertheless, you aim for that five-to-one ratio of positive-to-negative interactions. We mentioned a few times, we didn't go deep into his work yet, but John Gottman, he has a formula for divorce prevention, and this is the formula for the divorce prevention, this five to one ratio. And even if you feel very angry with your husband or with your wife, try this experiment for the next week, for the next two weeks, for the next three weeks, for the next four weeks, and you'll see a shift. And even a two to one ratio is a good start, but you have to start till you get to that point where you're really, really focusing way, way more on the positive and mentioning it than on the negative. Because the MS is, the truth is that if you can't find that positive to speak to within your husband or your wife, you lost perspective. It's not that those milas are not there anymore. Very, very unlikely. Those milas are there. Every individual has some strengths, has goodness in them. Every person is better and more complex than the worst thing or that he or she ever did. There's definitely many, many, many Nekudais Taivais in every single human being. And every relationship, if you look at it honestly, has rewarding elements to it, even though both partners in the marriage may have forgotten how to notice this or how to comment on them. They may have forgotten. And you have to relearn it. And that you can communicate interest, generosity, and love, both in verbal ways and in nonverbal ways, simple gesture, 
hand on the back, a nod, a smile, even that makes a person feel seen and cared for. Certainly encouraging words. So that's another rule. Remember the five to one ratio. Obviously, it's better to remove the negative completely and only discuss problems in a constructive, communicative way like we spoke about in the past, but a five to one ratio. Make sure that you're accentuating the positive way more than the negative. Okay, the next point, also an important aside and rule, is to appreciate and express that in details, in specific details. This Harriet Lerner, this author, tells a very moving thing about her husband and her own marriage. And um, first, basically, um, about the five-to-one ratio that we just talked about, said that basically she, her husband uh, brings her coffee every day in the morning, sometimes cooks dinner for her, fixes every technological glitch on her computer. He tells her how much he loves her and admires her and how lucky he feels to be married to her. And, um, and except on his bad mood days, and she acknowledges he has those bad days, but generally speaking, he always meets that five-to-one ratio of positive responses versus negative responses. But, however, she says something very interesting about her own marriage. Um, he re- she realized that her husband stopped telling her about specific things that she, he, he notices or admires. Something that he used to do a lot when they first got together, when they first were married. And she began to realize that she didn't do this for her husband either. She was not making positive cam comments on specific good things, positive things that he did. He wasn't complaining about it, but she noticed that she hasn't been do- doing that. And what's very important to understand is like this. We know that children need this, right? Children of all ages need praise and encouragement for specific qualities and specific behaviors that they did. It's not a good enough to say, oh, you're a great child, or I love you so much. That's beautiful. But you need the specifics. You did a great job by sharing the toys with somebody else. You did a great job setting the table. You cleaned the, t- the, the room so nicely. Um, I, I saw you were nice to your sister, and I really, you know, you know, that shows how special you are. Specific praise. Children need specific praise. So this author uh, was saying that at first she felt a little silly. You know, that's something that kids need. What do adults need this for? She felt a little silly even for wanting this kind of feedback from her husband. And because people believe, you know, if you have solid, strong self-esteem, you don't need affirmation and praise from the outside, which is, by the way, not true, because everyone needs praise and encouragement. So what she decided to do on her own without telling her husband is to model this behavior, even not asking her husband to do anything yet. He, she herself experimented for several months to decide to praise her husband about specific things that she, he did. And, um, and the things that she took for granted all these decades of her marriage, and now to really 
start praising specific things. And she found that the more appreciation that she expressed about her husband's special strengths, the more she began to appreciate him. And then the more her husband began to reciprocate and do the same for her. They talked about it and he decided to do the same thing for her. And it was really, really specially enhancing. So that's very important. The five to one ratio, the first thing we mentioned today. And the praising in the details. In the details, it's not childish. It is very, very important to know. Praise on the details, specific nakudas you find, and you bring it up and you praise it. And again, we talked about this before. If a couple could do this together, that's wonderful. But even if one isn't ready for it and you think you're on your own with it, try it anyway, experiment with it anyway, and you're pretty much guaranteed to see positive results as, a, as an effect from this. Another very important rule or just decide is that you inherently, you know, people think that the only way they could get their marriages to work and their relationships to work is if they read self-help books all the time or they constantly ask advice. Now, it's no, there's no harm in asking good advice when you need it. But the truth is, each one of you within you has built in already the knowledge. You know what to do. There's no expert in the universe that knows for real what your husband needs, what your wife needs, what you can do for them that makes them really warm. And the truth is, no matter how distant your marriage has become, no matter how clueless you think you are about relationships, the real key is you, f- you know you know this instinctively, you know things that make your husband and wife feel good, and you express that, and you build upon that, and that improves a marriage automatically. And you see it automatically, and then gradually you see it in even a stronger, stronger way as time goes by, and you continue these practices. And um, so he, she gives an example that a man she was seeing in therapy insisted that she, he tried everything in marriage and he doesn't know what to do to improve his marriage. And so she tried to suggest things that would make his wife feel loved. And he himself came up with different ideas, whether it's to cook a specific dish that she really, really enjoys, or to prepare, have have supper ready when she comes home from work, if that's the situation that she's working and he's not, or he comes home earlier than her, or some organization in the house that she really wanted done in the basement or wherever, and he organizes the, stu- the things as she would want, or um, telling her quality time, one of the love languages, for example, to spend time to meet every Sunday morning. We talk about all her concerns about things and to listen and to have conversations and things like that. So the point being in this rule is that no expert knows the way you do about how to warm your husband's heart, your, your wife's heart, and you just need to get started and sticking to it, even 
if it's hard. And sticking to anything, by the way, is hard. And you have to stick to it. You stick to it with all the three rules that were mentioned today. Number one, the five to one ratio, accentuating way, way more the positive than you do the negative. That is the main formula for divorce prevention. Start increasing that as you go along. Number two, to praise and encourage in details, in specific details. That's not a childish thing. Every adult needs this too. Positive feedback and encouragement and warmth and thanks on specific details. I love you that you did this and this and this. I appreciate that, that you did this and this and this. You, 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 you're, you, let's say he gave a share or something. Your share was wonderful. Or I, you inter, interacted with a child great today and so on and so forth. Specific. And number three is to realize that you do know. You don't always have to run to um, self-help books or marriage books or, 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 or Shalom Bayashirim all the time, although it's highly recommended too. But you know a lot more than you think you know. You just put a little heart into it, a little thought into it. You know what your husband values. You know what your wife values. And you try to do those things for them. And the main thing is even when it gets hard or boring, seemingly boring, you keep at it. You keep on trying day in, day out, day in, day out with the rules mentioned today, the ones mentioned earlier, and you're bound to succeed. Have a wonderful day.